I'm Jonathan. I'm Brandon. And this is Politically Uncorrect. Where two gay men discuss their opposing opinions on current events, the gay lifestyle, different interests, and personal stories with one common ground. Their sense of humor. self-esteem down so that like they get really low and then they come crawling back because they need us so much you know what's a sign of a really confident secure person what is it when they want to bring somebody else down mm, i mean i'm just trying to like build a fan base here so oh that's good piss them off yeah <laughs> piss them off <laughs> then bring them back <laughs> yeah <laughs> what are you doing um, I'm a little caught off guard. I didn't know you hit record. <laughs> oh, I did. I hit record. Yeah, I didn't realize we were starting, so I feel awkward, and you're cackling, so... Welcome to the world. It's our podcast. Fuck everybody else. Who cares? See? You're catching on. I'm just kidding. We love you all. All 45 of you. My mom. <laughs> hey. My mom, actually, I did... Um, my mom's super conservative. And um, I, I promised myself that I would not let her listen to it. But uh, we went out for dinner this last Saturday, and um, I had a few too many drinks. And I so that, my, that's unusual. I know. So my mother drove me home. And um, thanks, mom. I'm drunk. Thanks, mom. And uh, she goes, "So what is this talk thing that you're doing?" And I was like, "Well, it's, you know." Are you sure she wasn't just asking you to shut up right then? <laughs> yeah, like, what is this talking thing that you're doing in general? Oh, leave me alone. She loves when I talk. She does. Let me tell you. Anyway, I played it for her, and um, other than every time I said the fuck word or the cunt word or something like that, she, other than her saying, oh, John, <laughs> oh, then um, she, thought it was, she thought it was actually pretty funny, so. She didn't um, throw a martini in your face? No, she was dry. Well... God, I love no. that woman. <laughs> she is great. Um, luckily, she only had like a glass and a half of wine, like because the other half would have totally thrown her over the edge. You know? She's so glamorous that if she did have a martini in her car as she was driving and got pulled over, she would roll down the window when a cop pulled her over, and she'd just go, "Want a drink?" <laughs> <laughs> or like, "How dare you pull me over?" Smash. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> um. So it's been. How's your week been? Um, it's been. Uh, you know, it's been pretty mild, actually. Has it? Um, mild? Even though you had a date last night? <laughs> yes, even though I had a date last night. Actually, tell me more. Tell me more. Did he drive a car? He did. He did drive a car. Um, I messed up the grease line. Yeah, well, I hate that musical. Anyway. not Grease Lightning. No. <laughs> this is the second time we've referenced Grease in four podcasts. And that's pretty good for gay guys. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yes, we had a date last night. Um, Who is he? What's he do? Has, have I done him? <laughs> I don't think you've done him. Uh, I don't think you've had a chance to do him. I couldn't even tell you. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's super handsome. Super handsome. Saw him. Yeah. Um, very, very good looking. Yes, um, He's, he's, uh... He's a sweetheart. We had a lot in common. Uh, we talked about movies. We talked about shows. We talked 
talked about Netflix a lot, so man after my own heart. Um, is he graduated from high school yet? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, he has graduated from high school. Way to go, graduate! Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> he is he is finishing up his last semester in college, though. Yay! That's okay. Yeah, no, he graduates in December, so. Oh my God, you're a thirty-one-year-old daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, daddy. It's just what I've always imagined. Maybe. Yeah, daddy. I'll be a daddy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't grow any body hair or barely any facial hair, but I'll, I'll be a daddy. I always imagined that if I had kids, they'd call you Aunt Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> My cat calls you Auntie Brandy. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, daddy, I'm comfortable with yeah. that. Getting there. Getting there. So, he's a cutie. Are you going to ask him out again? I, I already have. Um, Sorry. <laughs> I... Uh, <laughs> I have. Uh, we're, uh, we, I, hopefully, I'll see him tomorrow. I have a, a work event after after work, so um, if if it doesn't run too late, then then we're gonna hang out. So, cool. Details to follow, I guess. Um, are you gonna take him to Chuck E. Cheese? No, maybe. <laughs> Is this membership? Expired? Have you had Chuck E. Cheese pizza in a while? Uh, no, I'm thirty. <laughs> it's oh well I say well I mean I guess I haven't either but I went to I know you go there to cruise but <laughs> <laughs> it's the best gay bar in town um no I went in high school which is still older than no, you should be to go to Chuck E. Cheese um but what I remember their pizza was really really fucking good maybe in high school you had a different palate though <laughs> yeah that could be true. You know, like people in high school eat like spaghettios. Adults don't eat spaghettios, and if you do, you're disgusting. I, I feel like I've seen you eat spaghettios like once in my life, and I was like four, and I was like, "No, madam, I will not. <laughs> I will not have any more of those O's of spaghetti." <laughs> what? Where is that food coming out of? I can't. It's no, no, no. It's it's they're really disgusting. It it, the, it just looks gross. I don't think I've had canned pasta in a while. I used to love um. Chef Boyardee, the ravioli. The ravioli. Listen, listeners. I haven't had those in, I mean, it's probably been 15 years. I cannot say the same. <laughs> oh. I love Daddy Boyardee. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Does he bondage you? He uncans. <laughs> he, he unleashes my fury. Oh. I bet he does from I, your ass. I know exactly what you're doing, and I'm cruising the ship in a different direction. You're not gonna. No, you I are would not never. Me. I, <laughs> he, I, there is a secret Jonathan is trying to get me to tell, and I'm not gonna do it. So if you're wanting to know what's going on, that is what it is. No. Yeah, no hints. <laughs> I couldn't even whip them out of you. <laughs> no. At some point, I will tell you the secret. Um, when I had enough of the embarrassment go away, because. I did it for the podcast, you guys. I did something for the podcast. I really wish you could see him right now. He's bright red. I was tied up all night doing something for the podcast. I was extremely busy. And I'll explain it later. Yes, please. Uh, by all oh, means. Completely unrelated. Have you seen Fifty Shades of Grey? <laughs> no, I want to, though. Uh, oh, Johnson I actually... so pretty. <laughs> I, she doesn't... I like her She's mousiness. very vanilla to She's me. She's like a pretty mousy to me. Um, but speaking of the date and Fifty Shades of Grey, um, my date has actually read all three novels and had the movie in his car and I meant to borrow it from him. I was going to, I was going to borrow that's, it and watch it. That's intense for a young man to be that. I mean, he's of, of let me be clear to everybody, he's of age. No, okay, that's not, that's not, not oh. I mean, college. <laughs> this age, time. <laughs> college age, like, guy being that into Fifty Shades of Grey, gay or not. It's just, that's interesting. I, I mean, isn't that, I feel like the 
age she would read it at? I mean, it's Twilight fan fiction. See, I think the age she would read it at would be like a 40-year-old English teacher. <laughs> well, right. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, but... I'm not... I'm not... No, 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 I don't think... No, 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 and I don't, I, don't, I don't think you are, and I, if he listens to this, I don't, I don't think he'll think that you're making fun of him or anything. Um, I mean, but... I kind of, I, I was kind of surprised because it's straight sex, uh-huh. but I was not surprised because it's sexual and all, you know, most gay men are and blah, blah, blah. But I mean, it is at the heart of it. Like these characters originated, like the girl and the guy are Bella and Edward yeah. from Twilight. I mean, that's how it started out. I, I get that. Um, I just have two questions. So, that's the age group. The first being, did he read the, these books in public? Because you're basically just letting people know that you're reading porn in public, which I think is awesome. Well, I doubt you even. I don't know, no. And uh, number two... That was not one of my follow-up questions. Number two... (laughs) Do you often read more in public? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Number two, do you think um, the reason he's so into it, reading all the books and having the movie in his car, is because he's doing research? I don't know. I, I actually... That came across my mind. Well, you better whip that kid into shape and let him get him to tell you. Um, maybe I will whip him into shape. Don't. I don't know. Um, it could get pretty spicy, so... I hope he's listening. Go I mean, ahead. I don't think he's listening right now. If he is, then it was A, a really good first date, and B, very creepy of him to be literally listening right now. Oh, is this not live? No. Oh. Yeah. I don't think I know how a podcast works. No. So you can let your gas go at any time. I can just edit it out. Oh. Just do it for the listeners. Interesting that you tell me to let that happen. <laughs> um, so, what else is new? <laughs> anyway, um, I think uh, I think this happened before our last podcast. Um, but um, congratulations to Ireland on um, passing gay marriage, the first country to uh, legalize gay marriage based on popular vote. Well, I tell you, that is lucky. <laughs> oh. <laughs> For screaming in the sunshine. <laughs> um, so congratulations, Simon. I think that's awesome. Thank you to the O'Reillys and the O'Briens and the O'Malleys. Oh, don't ever forget the O'Malleys. Yeah. And the Lees. Have you seen um, Veronica Guerin? Takes place in Ireland. It's really good. I've watched Veronica Mars several times. Mm, I think listeners should know why he's dating a 22-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that show was on the WB slash UPN years ago. Mm, yeah, you're not making your point. <laughs> True, but the people that watched <laughs> it would be around my age now. No, I totally love Kristen Bell, so I get it. Mm-hmm. Ding dong. Mm. That's that's in a sound a bell makes. Oh, speaking of, you can ring my bell. He might be listening. I just got a text from him. Oh, let's, let's read it live on the air. <laughs> oh no, this could get nasty. Oh, he's so adorable. Cooking, cooking with my main two girls, um, mom and sis, C and A. Hope you had a good night, handsome. Oh, no. Oh, he thinks he's handsome. No, he's talking about me, silly. I know. He uh, thinks you're handsome. Look how adorable he is. Oh, you guys. He is so cute. He's wearing... I'm going to describe him for you. He looks like a little otter, and he's being silly and sticking his tongue out. Oh, Miley. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's wearing, just being Miley. He's wearing a t-shirt that has Cara Delevingne's face all over it, which... It's big points for me. I love it. Yeah, you love a card. Especially a super one. And he's wearing a green backwards baseball cap. I like this guy. And drinking Mexican beer. I like him. Wait, is it Mexican? Or is it... I think it's a Cedre. It's Stella Cider. Sorry, you guys. It's not Mexican. Dump it. (laughs) 
I'm all about Latinos. Well, it is Belgian. All right. Yeah, so. That's like right under Ireland, right? That's fine. Yeah, it's close. I don't know anything about South America. was on Huffington Post earlier, and this is not topical, because I have two other things I wanted to talk about later, but um, there's a, something you're always doing to me and to other people, and you, when you do it to me, it's always funny and I like it, but when other people say it to me, I'm like, oh God, I don't care about purple nurples. <laughs> <laughs> you know I love a nerp. Oh, uh, I love a um, purple nerp. People say this to me, or they'll say it to anybody else, and you can see the reaction on their faces, which is, oh God, Ma, just spare me, I don't care about this when people start to tell you about their dreams. And I don't mean like lifelong goals. I mean like yeah. last night I had the weirdest dream and then you're like, oh, fuck, who cares? Um, Ed Sheeran saved me from a drowning car the other night, so. Oh, a dream. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, when the fuck did you see Ed Sheeran and why was your car drowning? <laughs> oh, oh, I did, so did not get that. Yeah. I'm asleep right now. Um, so anyway, <laughs> I found a dream. dream. James was in a dream. Um, oh, I lost my train of thought. Brittany threw me. So dreams. Yeah. Okay. So happening posted this uh, posted this thing about uh, dreams and what they actually mean. Like got together with uh, I don't know Dr. Phil and Deepak Chopra. I'm not sure, but to find out what dreams mean. And so the most common ones. Do you have a common one that you have a lot? I have a reoccurring one with briefly <laughs> <laughs> about you personally. Well, like, I always, like, end up going to her show, and, like, I know her, and then, like, I request songs, and I'm in the audience, and, like, we have a rapport, but I'm always, like, that audience member that, like, she knows. Okay, so the closest so Is one, that not on it? The closest <laughs> category to that one is stalking and killing someone. <laughs> that sounds about um, right. And it says that this is actually a positive sign, meant to encourage you to finally launch that conspiracy theory blog that you've been talking about for months. Oh, maybe Pink was talking to you in, in your dream to start the podcast. Oh, my God. She rules my life. She really does. Oh, love her. I love her. Um, the, some of the more common ones that I'm sure everyone has had is uh, teeth falling out. Is something is missing in your life, and you should join a bowling league. Oh, you're a loser. I've never <laughs> had a dream where my teeth fall out. Ever. I, I mean, I guess I'm, I'm sure I have, but not that I remember. I've had a dream where they were knocked out, but not fallen out. Mm. So it wasn't based on hygiene. Um, the other common ones, being naked in public, they say, you have recently started a new venture, but this is an omen that is going to end in complete failure. Huh. Uh, if you, you'd get wise just to call it quits now. So apparently being naked in public for me is just never good. I'm, it's, it's never met with positive I never reviews. have all those. Uh, flying, you are destined for greatness. Unfortunately, your ex's new boyfriend will always be a little better. So maybe it's like comparing... I, I have stuff where I have dreams where I've like forgotten, like I've, I'm in school still, whether it be high school or college or I'm, or not even in school, like just part of a production, like a play. Mm -hmm. And I've forgotten, um, like I know that we've rehearsed and rehearsed for all these weeks, mm -hmm. but I am the only one that doesn't know my lines uh, and everyone like doesn't kind of seem to care at all. And it freaks me out. The closest, and that's a reoccurring. The closest to that one is, uh, you can't scream or you're paralyzed. And it says, holy shit, for real? Uh, that's messed up. You should probably see a doctor when you wake up. <laughs> but I think that one's a joke. <laughs> oh. 
I was like, oh, I probably shouldn't see a doctor. Um, let's see. Being chased, it, they say, is an intense desire to fornicate with a blow-up doll. Um, with a blow-up doll. Okay, I cannot read. An intense desire to fornicate with a blow-up doll has been stifled by your embarrassment to enter an adultainment. Oh, my God. They're saying that you're too embarrassed to do something that you want to do, like go into an adult entertainment store. Just order one online. So don't be embarrassed. Just Wait, order I don't one. understand this list. Okay, because I used to have dreams constantly where I would get chased by Freddy Krueger, and then I would get put into a refrigerator and smashed and crumpled up. Okay. But I, that doesn't mean I'm afraid to go into an adult entertainment. I, I guess I don't understand okay, the, the relation of this list. So in your dream, you're... Being way too specific. What is happening in your dream? I think the way they would look at this is saying you're being chased and then confined. So you would break it down into those two very simple right. things, and then they would take that and put it into something in this list. And this list is giving you examples of what would happen in your real life. So they're saying that what I just said about going into the sex store would be something that would cause someone embarrassment, and they say, "No, I'm not going to do it." So I'll just. But there is a solution to go around it by ordering it online. So they're saying even though you're feeling uh, chased and scared, your dreams are telling you that there is a way to go around something even though you're embarrassed. Cool. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> what are some of the, like, what are some of your most recurring dreams? Um, mine are all about killing people. Really? Yeah, uh, yeah, like you. <laughs> yeah, sure, that's not a dream. I'm, you better not kill me. My, you've had dreams where you've killed me? No, I was kidding. No, you weren't. No, I, I really don't ever dream. If I do, it's like about being a uh, spy or like a war hero or oh like God, a zombie fun. apocalypse. It's like being like in a, an intense like survival mode about something where I'm like helping people. Oh. I don't, I don't think I, I typically don't have dreams that literal. I do have very, very vivid, crazy, crazy dreams. And they're always in vivid color, mm. which apparently is pretty, I'm sure. It was stunning, really. Um, apparently a lot of people don't dream in color. Oh, I do. And, but then everybody I asked after I like read that somewhere, they said that they, they all dream in color as well. So that would be a weird, what? I don't, huh? <laughs> the, apparently, most people dream black and white. I think I've actually heard that before, but it doesn't. I don't understand. It's stupid. I don't either. And apparently, and, um, you can't read in dreams. Have you ever had a dream where you've gotten really frustrated that you can't read something? Uh, and this, I've actually remembered while I was in my dream. I think actually recently, like in, within the week or two, I had to read something in my dream, and I couldn't. You can't because you're dreaming with one side of your brain, and the other side of your brain is the one that is responsible for reading and all that stuff. So you can't, while you're dreaming, they, you, both, brain, both of the sides of your brain don't function. Oh, I actually have read in my dream, but I, you know how people, people are more one-sided on the other with their brain yeah. halves? And I have said this before, and it came off like I have a huge ego, and this is not what I mean by it. Most people are either left or right-brained. I use a very tiny bit of both, but it equally. So I did too. I took that like, test. Pretty, yeah, I did too. It's and it was, I was very, I was like, yeah, so like 47, 53 or something like that. I my dreams. I'm, I went to high school in my dreams. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I have an ex who, uh, used, he spoke French and he could dream in French. He said, yeah, apparently a lot of bilingual people can. They dream in both languages. Do you or, think animals dream in, like, sounds? Like, other animal sounds? Sounds and shapes, I bet. I mean, my cat, I, I catch her dreaming all the time. Oh. 
all the time. She she twitches. It's really funny. Maybe she just like runs a lot during the day, and she's like muscle exhausted. I mean, I don't. Have you seen her, Fupa? She's a fatty little kitty. I've seen that. She's a fat pussy. Um, anyway, so this was kind of, I, I love dream interpretation. I think it's fun and funny to see I do, I, I'm sorry. I guess I didn't catch the relation at the beginning, so. Um, well. I, I, I really tried to be on your side. I just wasn't listening when, when oh, we started. I, no, I know. I just, I, I think I zoned out when you were talking about, or read at least the setup for it. Oh, yeah. This was really lighthearted. It wasn't like a real article uh, or anything like okay. that. Uh, take it easy, Anderson Cooper. <laughs> I'm a silver fox. You are, it is silver, looking your hair. Yeah. In this lighting, it is. You yeah. Can, you guys, he's still blonde. He's still 31, still blonde. Yeah. And, and I'm kind of addicted to being blonde. Uh, like, I love it. Like, I never want it to ever end, ever. Is it true that blondes have less brain cells? Uh, yeah. I have been drinking a lot more. Do you know how you kill a blonde girl? Oh, I've heard this before. Well, how? You put a scratch and snicker at the bottom of a pool. <laughs> Oh, stickers. Yeah. Blondes are done. You want to talk about real things now? Yeah, let's talk about real things. Um, This is the real. So, a big thing just happened, which... um, it was announced yesterday. What? Oh, nothing. Go ahead. Uh, the uh, Secretary of Defense, Ash Carter, who I feel like I should have heard of because he's like the Secretary of Defense. He's a cabinet member. Um, he announced yesterday that uh, there is a new protection against LGBT members in the armed forces. Ooh. So it's been four years is, since... Is it a pink gun? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. Like a camo pink, though? Because it has to blend in. And like a rainbow, like... Army clothes. <laughs> I don't know. I really have I, I don't know what they do. Um, he announced that uh, a gay and lesbian gay and lesbian service members who experience discrimination in the military can now seek recourse, um, which basically says uh, if you are, it basically says that it, it protects you from anything like um, an- another identifier would. So age, uh, race. Uh, age, race, religion, religion, etc. You can't be looked over for a promotion because of being gay and openly gay, um, etc. So, oh, so sexual orientation discrimination. Yes, exactly. Thank you. Uh, hello. Um, so, which is great. It's been four years since Don't Ask, Don't Tell was repealed. You can be openly gay. However, I guess it's taken these four years for these processes to be put in place. Um, but they have been announced and they are... Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, and I think it's just because, um, I think it just takes time for these processes to be properly written. Sure. Even though it's, I mean, I guess it's kind of weird because you could really just copy and paste like the age discrimination one Mm -hmm. and put in gay, we're (laughs) 40 Bad, check here. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, so, um, it was really cool because he announced it deliberately at the beginning of Pride season. So, um... Yeah, good for him. Uh, So he says, so this uh, Secretary of Defense, Ash Carter, he says, four years after the repeal of Don't Ask, Don't Tell, following years and years of gay and lesbian service members having to hide who they are, today we take pride in how they are free to serve their country openly. 
Because we believe in getting uh, to a place where no one serves in silence and where we treat all of our soldiers, sailors, airmen, marines, and marines with the dignity and the respect that they deserve. Um, well, you and I know someone who served in Afghanistan. Yes. And uh, knowing him and what he went through, uh, this makes me, because it's on a personal level, because I know someone actually, this makes me so happy because it's so well deserved and having conversations with him about what he went through, the fact that he couldn't be who he really wanted to be is ridiculous for what he did for our country. So this is great yeah. to hear. Um, and, you know, I think, you know, I think for the people that are not in the military, from what I know of him and and from his friends that were in the military, I, um, it's our friend Greg. Shout out to Greg. Hi, um, Greg. Who's actually moving to Washington, D.C., um, our nation's capital. <laughs> um, so that's great for him. Um, I'm definitely going to go visit him. I love that city. Uh, but he... We lived in L.A. together. He was stationed in Ventura, about an hour north of L.A. And all of his friends that were in, that, was, that he served with, um, even overseas, they all went, I guess, in a unit or a pod or a... a blimp? I don't a know. blimp. Yeah. I, how are they doing? A war blimp. A very stealthy blimp. <laughs> um, so, he... I mean, he was a pretty openly gay. I mean, uh, the way... Oh, he's the, a total flamer. Yeah. Um, total homo. Um, no, he really is. I mean... But the spray tan is shimmering. <laughs> yeah. mm. um, don't ask on spray tan. Uh, his, but the people, I mean, he hung out with lesbians and other gay men that he served with and went overseas with and stuff. So, and from what I understood, it, it wasn't really a big issue. Mm. Uh, I think as you probably got higher up or... I don't think it was an issue for the people serving. I think it was the people they were answering to. Right. A big deal for the people they were answering yeah. to. Yeah. And also the people that he was with were based out of California as opposed maybe to uh, someone in like based out of South Carolina or, yeah. you know, Indiana, for instance. So, um, yay. So it's very good. <laughs> Unfortunately, these the laws do not include, so like the don't ask, don't tell, they do not include transgenders. Why? It just hasn't come about yet. Um, so like, we're don't, getting there. don't we're getting there, transgender. We're yeah, we're getting there, Caitlin. Um, she, yeah, she'll probably get age discrimination and transgender She's discrimination. So she is so beautiful. <laughs> we're just saying that actually. Um, so there's this guy named Danny Meyer um, of the uppity gay Myers. Um, he is the spokesman for the American Veterans for Equal Rights. Um, Association, I guess, and he's come out, and I don't know. I guess I'm, I, I agree with him, but I think it just seems like the military. It, it's been these anti-gay um, thoughts and feelings and uh, situations within the military have been going on since like seventeen seventy five, mm-hmm. and. It, I think it just takes a lot of processes to change it mm-hmm. and to move forward. And so when it does, you know, in 1996, when it was Don't Ask, Don't Tell, that was a big deal. Like, that was applauded by gay people mm-hmm. for saying, like, oh, we can be gay and serve. We just can't talk about it mm-hmm. because it was the stigma in 1996. Of course, move forward to 2012. Mm-hmm. And we're saying, like, that is an evil, evil law and we shouldn't have to. We should be able to tell and people mm-hmm. should be able to ask. I, the, it just occurred to me kind of. Well, I've always kind of known this, but I'm putting it all together. Um, I see, to a point, the reason why it was implemented, because we really are all the same. Now, why they didn't want people to talk about it was because when you go into your first training camp and uh, you become 
a real soldier. They want across the board for all of you to realize that you are a unit and you are the same and you are there for the one purpose and you are you have no individuality. That's why they shave your head. That's why you, they put you in the um, same clothes and oh, they want you across the board yeah. to be the same. Oh, so obviously. I didn't think um, about that actually until. So I kind of understand it, but I also love that because time moves on and things grow and people change, that they realize that that really is not a factor, and that even though in the army, the arm, uh, armed forces, that it could be an issue. I'm glad that it's not. And even more so, it says to uh, everyone who's not serving that it really is not a big deal, that I really am like you, Kaylin. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I don't, you know, I don't know why you can't just say, okay, transgender, you're allowed, and... Did you say transgender? <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's when you go, like, a fierce red. Oh. Yes. Um, maybe that's Caitlin's next move. I'm very excited to see. Um, and I don't know why you can't just say, okay, so now you can, you know, yay, you can serve openly, but if you have a problem with, uh, sexual orientation discrimination... Don't suck a dick while you're fighting. How about that? Well, you can be open about it now. Oh. So suck all the dicks you want. <laughs> Hi, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so this guy, Danny Meyer, he applauds the efforts, uh, but he is still hella piossed about it. Um, and he is proclaiming, uh, quote unquote, it's yet another piece that is being repaired years too late, but it's about time. Uh, it's another step forward. We deserve full and equal rights like everyone else. We, we must start from a position of inclusivity and not exclusivity. Anything less is not just plain wrong. It's bad defense policy and puts our future strength at risk. So I agree with him. I just, I maybe he's underestimating the how long it takes to write these. I mean, think how long it takes to get your passport. Like three to five months. Like it's a long time. to change the laws and the rules within the military for thousands of people. It, it might not just be as easy as saying like, okay, like let's just add this. You know, return, return, return. Insert, copy, paste. Send this kid a video of that thing. The, uh, that bill video that everyone watches. bill becomes a law. <laughs> yeah. A bill, just some crap with a little video. Yeah, yeah. Schoolhouse Rock. Thank you. Yes. yes. Schoolhouse, send him a video of Schoolhouse Rock and say, girlfriend, chill. Enjoy your pink gun. And get a beat on Capitol Hill. Yep. Yep. Um, That's cool though. Yeah. I mean, so, I get it. Of course, a transgender is a huge, I mean, even before Caitlin, it has started becoming a very in vogue topic to talk about. Um, no, and I don't, yeah, I don't want to delete it like that, but it, it's becoming a major issue, I think, because we've progressed so much with just LGBT rights, um, or just, you know, gay and lesbian focusing on just the basic sexuality of it all. Mm -hmm. I think now we're finally getting to a point where we're discussing, um, the more in-depth, um, sex of our sex, S-E-T, S-E-C-T, right, sex of our community, um, so that we are able to really start concentrating on... Explain something to me. Okay, so... Next is bear rights I, and auto rights. I understand the, the point of uh, unifying everyone mm -hmm. that goes into camp. I get that part. But explain to me why it's an issue about orientation or religion or any of those other things in relation to signing up for something like this that puts yourself in danger and you're fighting and volunteering for something. Why is it such an issue for... If, you, if any person in the country, within reason, wants to sign up for something like that and has pride in their country and wants to fight for their country and um, serve their country, then why would that be a problem at all? 
It isn't. And the, and the thing is, these laws are put in place to... Um, I think it's moving from a more close... Uh, just as a country and how you what you've seen from the 80s, from AIDS to you know, 1992 through 1996 of Don't Ask, Don't Tell to where we are now with gay marriage, it is the country's mind opening up. And even, I think, even or within the gay community, our mind opening up. And everybody just... And I, I think these laws were put in place, like this Don't Ask, Don't Tell and all this stuff. It's because we think at that point in time that is the best thing that we can do. And it, it's to protect sure. the people serving so that they don't get uncomfortable by the few, the minority of the, the few gay people I guess that were in there. Yeah. I mean, blacks couldn't even used to go into the military. And women. So it's just, it's following, you know, every time in high school when you were learning history and they said history repeats itself... It really is. It, it started with blacks and then women and now it's with gays and then it'll be transgender. Well, yeah, I guess at some point a woman has to stand up and say, I want to buy it. A black has to stand up and say, I want to buy it. And now it's the transgender. Transgender. <laughs> Transgenders. Gingers. Gingers. Motherfucker. <laughs> oh, fight the good fight, ladies. Let the redhead ladies fight. Let them fight. Um, so, that, I, anyway, regardless of, um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we now have a recourse and we have a plan of action for uh, sexual orientation discrimination within the military. I think that's really great. Um, and yeah, I'm very happy. I was, I was, I saw that today when I was searching for topics to talk about and, and I was very pleased to hear that. I, I don't know why it's not getting bigger press or maybe it is. I don't know. I didn't see it anywhere else though. So sometimes it's so exhausting being gay. <laughs> There's so much to it. There's so many, like, girl, tell me about it. Like, rules and laws. All right. Well, not to mention just the actual, as a gay man, all the processes that have to happen to just, you know, get it in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. That was funny. Not to mention, and the fisting for the lesbians. Get it, lesbians. All right, so I I love a good fisting. I was on uh, this website that you introduced me to that I just discovered called... Fucking grannies.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's my jam. <laughs> oh, just kidding. So I was on uh, that website, gayguys.com. Mm-hmm. And it posts, uh, it's kind of like a gay... He reads Huff- it for the articles. <laughs> it's kind of like a gay Huffington Post where there are contributors and people who send in articles and they're very sassy opinions about different topics. Oh. And also, my favorite thing. What's my favorite thing? Mm. Anal sex listicles. Anal sex listicles. <laughs> <laughs> she loves a list. I love lists. I love top ten lists. I love end of the year lists. I love best dress lists. To say lists. <laughs> so, I have a list. <laughs> so um, one of the contributors over at GayGuys.com, David Artavia. Well, I think we've actually used yes, you called him David Archuleta last week. Oh, you did not, you were not having his list to call last week. I was not having his list, but David has made up for it. Um, he <laughs> Yay, came up with uh, 30 things I wish I could tell my younger self about gay sex. Now, I'm not going to go through all 30 because... We tried that once and it did not work. <laughs> it did not fare well for us. So, no. um, But for humor purposes, I want to go through, because some of these are really funny... And they're funny to me because I imagine him like angrily sitting on his computer smoking his Virginia Slim like, yeah, this guy. <laughs> like tapping on his computer. It is so hard being gay. So um, on one of them he says, if they talk trash about all the guys they've slept with, walk away. 
they're going to talk about you the same way to someone else. Oh, no. I love when people talk about me. At least they have something interesting to talk about. Oh, I know. Like, you could do much better anyway. Oh, do you even get talk Not about you, me? just, you know, people. Um, always aim to give more than you receive. It will inspire him to meet you there. Uh, so you're it's constantly mm-hmm. like a, a race. I, sometimes I just want to sit down. <laughs> Is that like a three-legged race or like a potato sack race? I think it's a four-legged race. Oh. <laughs> if you're lucky, five. Oh. That's not how normal people have sex? It's not always in groups? <laughs> <laughs> well, four legs, it's only two people. No, it's four people. That's hard. Four dicks. Oh. I'm a size queen. I get it, yeah. I get it. And I like people with peg legs. Uh, never have pity sex with someone you feel obligated to. Have respect for your body and also have a bit of dignity for Christ's sake. Never have pity sex. Um, I'm Can you uh, even get turned on when you're... Well, I think what is happening here is that he's actually telling people who do that, um, don't do it to me again. <laughs> oh. <coughs> you love... Oh, I just banged the shit out of my knee. Um, yeah. poor, sorry, listeners. Poor Archie got pity sexed. <laughs> um, he's gonna hate us. I don't care. Don't be insecure about your body. Ten reasons sex. why you shouldn't listen to Politically Uncorrect. They're mean to me. They're mean to me. They're mean to me. <laughs> they pity me. Um, don't be insecure about your body during sex. He knows what you look like. Clearly he doesn't care because he chose to have sex with you. So lose. So let loose and focus on the experience. That's not true. Sometimes when you take a shirt off, you're like, whoa, Nelly. Like, <laughs> you just didn't expect. So like, they look like they have really big pets and they're really just like bags of fat. So what do you do when you walk away from the mirror? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wipe it clean and move oh, on. Oh, nicely done. Good save. Um... Let's see. Never shame another gay man because he has wider limits and boundaries than you. Just because he's comfortable with one night stands doesn't give you permission to judge him. Oh, David likes to get wild. Yeah, maybe he's into the bondage. Maybe so. Maybe I should call him. <laughs> um, just because a guy is the DJ of some hot nightclub or drives a fancy car or has lots of connections at your favorite spots does not mean he's a catch. It, <laughs> it doesn't? It Can is, he pay my bills? <laughs> it especially doesn't mean he'll be good at sex. Um, first of all, no one who calls anywhere a hot nightclub, um, is going to be good at sex. First of all, David. <laughs> <laughs> and secondly, um, who's this fancy car? I'm thinking this kid is just someone. He's just been, oh, I'm, you know, I don't want to get mean. That's not what this podcast I don't is wanna for. Be, I don't want to be mean. But it's almost kind of calling him out in a way, because if I feel like he's been, like, downtrodden against, and now he's, like, lashing back at, like, the people that have given him pity sex okay. and have... Driven by him in those fancy cars with puddles and like, splashed on his face. Um, this is why I'm giving him a hard time, and I know this is not what we're about. But he is clearly a put upon, feel sorry for myself, woe is me, the world's mean to me kind of person, who needs to lighten up a bit. Mm. And who are you to tell me what I'm not supposed to do, or what I should have said? You love a fancy car. And a hot nightclub. Listen, if a homie rolls up in the Aldi, <laughs> I'm hopping on those stuff. And pours a 40 at my feet. We are all over it. Did I speak, did I speak Bloods and Crips just then? You did. Oh. A little gangster. Pulling up from my homie. Oh. If a boy wants to keep your encounters discreet, you should respect his wishes for as long as your heart can hold. <laughs> what? You never know what his situation is. Oh, sorry. Okay, I get it, but like... Why is that on your list? Like, not your list. Why is that on his list? Like, and you just snapped at me for <laughs> me to be dead. No, I know, but I knew why you were doing it. <coughs> I wasn't completely 
I wasn't completely out of words, apparently. This guy will wait. Come on. <laughs> um, so you should just... I don't think you should be discreet. Um, I, I don't know. If it's like three or four times and it's just sex, sure. But if you're dating this guy and he's discreet... I don't know really what... I think discreet is a personal term. If, you are, if you're a straight man who is, has a girlfriend and you hook up with a gay guy and you say, I'm discreet, that means, hey, don't tell my girlfriend. I'm straight. Haha. Yeah, but don't let it happen as long as your little heart desires. I mean, for me, if I said discreet, it would mean like, don't post a video of me getting whipped on Facebook. So I think it's, it's personal. You don't let me do anything fun. I know, sorry. Never be afraid to tell a man what he's doing wrong. <laughs> that, that's it. Just, that's you know it. he's super vocal in bed. Uh, number 19. Um, first of all, you lifted my left leg too high, and I really don't appreciate it. And why are you wearing this shoes for that shirt? You didn't even warn me when you were gonna come. Uh, like how the fuck, Sherry? Those are my sheets. Oh my god, do the dishes. Oh, <laughs> I, I fucking hate this guy. <laughs> when a man is playing hard to get by giving you the cold shoulder, shoulder, he's not worth it. Yeah, tell him, David. You'll get the next one. <laughs> <laughs> there is such a thing as male on male rape. Well, you, yeah, you, that's <laughs> that's when it's fun. You always have a say in the matter. Just because you're a man doesn't mean you can't be a victim. Um, so let me ask First you. of all, obviously there's man-on-man rape. I mean, I would say if he was talking about a, a woman raping a man and said there's such a thing as a woman raping a man, some people would be surprised. Yes, there is. But, like, of course, a man... I mean, have you seen Shawshank Redemption? Or, I don't know, any other fucking prison movie on the fucking planet? Of course there's man-on-man rape. I've seen um, man-on-man rape the DVD. Yes, man on man, man on man, eight, <laughs> rape. <laughs> okay. Wait, man on man, rape eight. It's like watching your very blonde plane crash. Rape and rape plus eight. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, let's see, real sex. Isn't I like rape and rape plus eight. <laughs> real sex isn't like what you see in gay porn. It's not going to be a beautiful. It's not going to be beautiful or pretty. So don't ever feel a need to perform or act like your favorite porn star. Okay, let, let, hold on. <laughs> if you are going to comment on sex, sex at all on this thing, then you need to know that people are going to automatically think of you, the person who is writing this article. So my question is: If you're letting me know that you are saying that it's not ever going to be, um, you don't have to worry about performing or act or anything like that then I'm not having sex with you because you sound like a real snooze. Put your dick away. Ugh, yeah. No, and no not him, you. Put your dick away. Oh. <laughs> I was like, yeah, go do my dishes. <laughs> uh, really, really, really great sex is quite funny. Don't be ashamed to laugh out loud at certain moments. It's actually hysterical. Uh-oh. I think someone pulled out too quick. I actually, I've had... Um, Lucy Goosey. <laughs> no, I've had sex where, especially like if it's the first time, um, or if it's, if it is just a hookup, where it has, you kind of just have to take a step back and laugh at yourself. I mean, I think it's a, 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 a moment of self-deprecation, mm. a little, but, or self-preservation, rather. Mm. Not self-deprivation. Wait, so, I think you mean self-deprivation. <laughs> so, well, um, you know, self-preservation, and you just kind of have to, you know, pull out and laugh a little bit. <laughs> that should be... Our new slogan. Pull it out and laugh a little. <laughs> um, I think it might definitely be the name of this episode. <laughs> exactly. I like it. Pull out and laugh a little. Uh, when a 
man doesn't ejaculate, it probably doesn't have anything to do with you. Nervousness is a huge factor. Um, oh, good. I'm out of the woods. <laughs> who cares if he doesn't ejaculate? Yeah. I got mine. Too. Sorry. But yeah. <laughs> um, number 26. A big penis <coughs> isn't all it's cracked up to be. Ooh, sorry, Dave. Ooh, disagree. Hey, you probably... No, I mean, I'm not a size queen, but... I'm not a size queen either, but David probably has a big heart. <laughs> Don't have casual sex with strangers until you're mature enough not to become attached. I started having gay sex at 15, and I assure you I was mature enough to not get attached. Um, It was my dad, though, so it's a weird... Yeah, thing you already kind of... I already loved him. <laughs> or hated him, for that matter. Oh. What was his name? Uh, knowing a man's soul is more... Ugh. Knowing a man's soul is more important than knowing how big his penis is. <laughs> Profound, first of all. Once you know about his penis, there's nothing left to discover. Hmm. But you'll what? Have... There's nothing left to discover? I think there's... I think the, the penis is just the beginning of it. That's like shaking someone's hand. When you make out with somebody for the first time and you're hard together and you feel it in each other's pants, like, that's just the beginning. Granted, you haven't seen it, but... Okay. Seeing nope. a penis, if I see porn, I mean... And the guy flashes his penis, does not mean, like, I'm not going to watch the rest of the porn. Or, or notice this asshole? Yes! The last line of number 29 is going to make me actually vomit, so I'm going to need to take a deep breath before I finish. No, you. <sighs> but you'll always find new things about a man's soul. The discoveries never end. Oh, God. I want to kick this guy. Do you have a soul if you're gay? <laughs> no. Got fucked out of you. Yeah. Number 30. Of course you have a soul. Mm. Well. <laughs> Number 30. If you think having sex without a condom is okay, look in the mirror and slap yourself. Every morning. Vanity Fair, uh, you know, Caitlyn Jenner was on it. We talked about her yes, last week. We love her. I love her so much. And um, she's so pretty. And um, I, it, people obviously have been sharing that photo of her in Vanity Fair, her article, and calling her uh, very brave and all these different things. So Lydia O'Connor at HuffPo uh, did, posted this article, which I thought was so fucking perfect. And the man who did this, I applaud for how he handled it. So I'm just bas I'm basically going to read uh, just her article, but because it, it, it's, it's, it's telling a story. So a Facebook user who ridiculed Caitlyn Jenner in a popular post for lacking real American courage, heroism, and bravery by, com by comparing her to World War II soldiers taught himself an important lesson when he learned the real story behind the troops' picture. Many have hailed Jenner for her courage to publicly come out as transgender after a lifetime of struggle in hopes of helping others who will grapple who grapple with their gender identity, but there are plenty of haters spouting ignorance on social media. Luckily, there's a chance for the naysayers to see the light. Um, Terry Coffey of Salem, Oregon, was one of them tearing down Jenner. On Monday, he posted an uncredited photo of two soldiers on Facebook and proclaimed that these men, not Jenner, define bravery. Um, so, <clears throat> I've actually heard this. I read this earlier this week, and I, I'll let you continue. I love this story, and I actually reposted it on my Facebook, and... After I read the ending of it, I, yes, I, I had an emotional moment. So keep going, so, please, please, um, this is then, awesome. Then they, she goes on to post the photo that Terry Coffey posted, and I'll describe it for you. It's a black and white photo 
of clearly a war scene, and it's they're in mud, and there's a wounded soldier who is still shooting, and another soldier who has him on his back, and they're trying to get away, but the picture is supposed to depict uh, helping your fellow man. Showing courage. Showing courage. Right. Uh, it's clearly an embattled scene. So Terry Coffey posted this picture and said, quote, As I see, uh, see posts after post about Bruce Jenner's transition to a woman, and I hear words like bravery, heroism, and courage, just thought I'd remind all of us what real American courage, heroism, and bravery looks like. And at the time he posted this, he had 145 likes and 37 comments. Coffee's post quickly picked up steam and has been shared nearly 800,000 times. Hoping to offer the photographer credit on this popular post, he went in search of the Shutterbug's name and made a discovery that shook his concept of courage. The men in the photo are actually toy figurines staged by Mark Hogenkamp, who was beaten nearly to death in 2000 for dressing as a woman. Coffee detailed his realization in a second humbling post on Tuesday. Amazing. He says, quote, The photo that accompanied my words yesterday to highlight, quote, true bravery was chosen from a quick image search. Just wanted something to fit my words. This afternoon, I wanted to find out who the photographer was so I could credit his work. In an ironic twist, I have discovered that the photo is part of a documentary created by a man who was beaten nearly to death outside of a bar in 2000. After spending nine days in a coma, suffering severe brain damage, and being unable to walk or talk for a year, he chose to deal with the pain of the tragic event by creating stories all set in World War II, all set in a World War II, uh, I messed up saying that, all set in World War II. His work is the subject of an upcoming documentary. Why was he nearly beaten to death by five strangers? Because he was a cross-dresser. I could not have chosen, I could have chosen any one of the hundreds of photos depicting bravery, but I chose this one. Do I think it was an accident? No, I don't. What happened to this man was cruel, wrong, and unforgivable. Hate helps nothing, love wounds no one, and God heals all. And irony makes you think. So, fucking amazing. His, um, this upcoming documentary is, uh, Coffee Mentions, okay, the upcoming documentary Coffee Mentions was actually released in 2010 and is viewable on SundanceNow.club. You can watch the trailer on Huffington Post. That so club. it is, um, I think, for someone, for everyone actually on Facebook, you all have your opinions, you've all been wrong about something, people get pissed off, and then you just move on yeah. and you post something else five minutes later and it's forgotten. This, he had turned his Facebook page into a platform for tearing down someone's moment and a real man, a man with a spine, would realize his mistake, learn from it, and grow as a person. And I applaud yeah. Terry Coffey for being able to do that. That is a true I person. actually, after I read this, um, and I didn't know you were going to discuss this, so it was a really, uh, once I realized what you were discussing, I got really excited. Um, because <clears throat> when I read this, it wasn't actually even um, about the fact that it had to do with a transgender person, um, especially Caitlyn Jenner, who's been everywhere since she premiered um but it was i really try to keep in my life uh i really try to and the stuff that i post quickly on facebook and then it ends up to be a hoax or it ends up to be the wrong point of view or it ends up to be just um one side of the video and so i take that point of view and, and without really fully seeing the topic and stop posting my bondage videos yeah well i can't help it um i you try to keep it copacetic. I yes, I try to keep it copacetic. Um, but sometimes I do post harsh things or, uh, or harsh snap judgments, etc. 
But I really do. I try to own up to it on Facebook. I try to say, you know, if something comes to light after the fact, I really try to, um, you know, I try to keep an open mind and I try to keep a well-rounded point of view. Mm. And so I got a little teary-eyed after I read this, but it wasn't necessarily because it had anything to do with the LGBT community, anything like that, which, I mean, I think helped, but it really had a lot to do with, I don't think a lot of people... um, own up to what they do and they won't admit they, they were wrong and they won't admit it with such grace mm. and I really really respect that and I respect it so much that he did that mm-hmm. and I as much as I try to do it I fall short of it I do get defensive sometimes um, well he, he is he's a he's a man who is well into his life right and he's he's wise you know he knows a real man knows when he's made a mistake and go yes. for it and doesn't <laughs> act in uh, anger takes a, takes a beat and then responds later and that is something to aspire to. Right. So I have my opinions that I know are wrong, and it, take, it takes, just like everybody else, and it takes time to realize that maybe I should, you know, eat some crow yeah. and say I was wrong. Absolutely. And that makes a true man. And Terry Coffee, you may not be completely on our side, but at least you're smart enough to know that you made a mistake, and I applaud you. For well, and it's again. people like that, I think, that are turning the tide in our country towards, and turned to the tide in the past with women's rights and black rights, and are turning the tide now with gay rights. Um, it's people that um, didn't have a gay son before and now do, and then they can kind of, now they, it's kind of forced them to be a little empathetic. And yes, this isn't like having a gay son and, and kind of catapulting you That's into a that. thing, but it definitely, I think, uh, I don't know, it, it warmed my heart because I, th- I wish more people were like that, mm-hmm. and I think a fewer wars would exist if they well, were. Well, 800,000 <clears> people saw his original post, and even after that, I'm sure it got more traction. Well, him... Posting his uh, uh, apology and humility, I think, will get even more traction. I I hope so. I read it. I didn't see he posted it. So, uh, I think it's great. Yeah. I I think there was some light at the end of the tunnel. And Mr. Coffee tasted his own medicine. And it is fabulous. John Coffee. (laughs) From Sean, not Shawshank. From um, Green Mile. All about Shawshank. Is it for this week? Thank you guys so much for listening again. Um, <laughs> you started this off like a '50s radio show. Whoa! Whoa. Um, before we go, we need to say some thank yous. Edward Pearson on Twitter. Uh, thanks for fo- the follow. Joe Hollywood, YouTube pal. Uh, Chantal Lopez, love you, girl. DJ Shro. Hi, DJ Shro. Thanks for spinning those funky beats down the Southern Cow. And that's it. Cool. Uh, didn't we have another special tweet? <laughs> At Jayla 531 Oh, yes. The sassy little queen, at Jayla 531 um, said, what am I going to talk about on my podcast, Politically Incorrect? And in a weird turn of events, he didn't <laughs> want to talk about another suggestion, which was dim titties. <laughs> yeah, I made a pledge to never talk about my titties. So, there. And I thank you for So, that is on Twitter, at PUC Podcast. Uh, Instagram, Politically Incorrect Podcast. Podcast. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, <clears throat> facebook.com slash PUC podcast. Email us if you want to or don't. Exactly. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> no, you should. We haven't gotten any emails yet. I would love for somebody to email. I don't care about anything. <clears throat> I haven't gotten 
a single email. Life is hard. But we have gotten a lot of private messages on Facebook. Um, Twitter, constantly. Stop with the dick pics. Just kidding. <laughs> Keep the dick pics coming. Um, but we appreciate our friends and the randoms from list for listening. And please tell your friends. Please rate us on iTunes. Um, if you are a friend and you do know us, give us some stars, man. Subscribe. Um, subscribe and download the episode. Don't just stream it. Um, and politicallyuncorrectpodcast.com if you want to see just us and none of those other salty uh, social media bitches. Yeah. Fucked in bitches. Bye. Bye, Zays. Hello, this is our podcast. Hi. Talk again. Uh, uh, hey, this is Brandon. I'm press okay to watch TV. AT&T U-verse, 9.43 p.m. Artemis I is on love the when you talk like that. Can you hear me laugh quietly like I do at most of your jokes? <laughs> <laughs>